The millennial kingdom awaits the righteous. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. I would like to extend my congratulations to those of you who have resolved the problem of sin in your hearts by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. To those who have received the remission of sin, great blessings await them. All of you who have just received the remission of sin may have appeared your age in the flesh, but your spiritual age is not much more than that of a newborn. Your bodies in the flesh probably have grown old being raised in the world for tens of years, but remember that your spiritual age is not even as a few days old because you are just a newborn in spirit. Hence, there are so many things you do not know right after you have been born again. Although you believe that you have become without sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, you are like little children spiritually. There are so many things you have not seen yet as well as things you do not comprehend. Hence, those who will teach you the new spiritual world are your older spiritual brothers and sisters. Hence we need the church and the born-again saints and the servants of God within the church. I urge you to remember this. I am guessing that there are those of you who would have liked to tell your testimonies of salvation but did not get a chance tonight to do so. Those of you who would like to tell your testimonies of the amazing grace you have received here should do so at your respective churches. I know that many of you are so glad that you have received the remission of sin and would like to share your testimonies with us, but we have time constraints that do not allow us to listen to every single one of those stories. So, you should give your testimonies at your respective churches. As you give your testimony of salvation, your faith will strengthen and you will come to give thanks before God. A great amount of time has passed while we were listening to the testimonies of the newborns, so I will do my best to make my sermon short. Of course, I cannot make any guarantees though. This evening is the very last of this discipleship training camp. After tonight's service, we will go back to our rooms and eat some snacks and go to sleep. Tomorrow morning we will have a communion service and then it is back to home. We will all go back to our respective churches and continue to serve our Lord as the soldiers of Christ. Hence, I would like to share with you tonight about what it means for the kingdom of God to be realised on earth as it is realised in heaven through the word from Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 which says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I have shared with you the word of the Lord's prayer during this discipleship training camp. I would like to end my sermons on the Lord's Prayer with tonight's scripture passage. Today's scripture passage said that the kingdom of God should be realised here in this world as it is in heaven. Our Lord has taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God clearly contains the soldiers of God as well as the government of God. 
To say that such as the kingdom of God will be realised here on earth implies that the kingdom of God will be realised as the millennial kingdom. Our Lord has established the system for the year of Jubilee every 50 years. On that year, the Israelites proclaimed liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. Each of them had to return all land to its original owner. In this year of the Jubilee, they neither had to sow nor reap what grew of its own accord, nor gather the grapes of your untended vine. The Lord God also told us to have full rest on every seventh day, that is, the Sabbath day. These are the foreshadowers of the Millennial Kingdom to come. The Millennial Kingdom will draw near for the righteous. What I would like to share with you today is that the Millennial Kingdom will be built in this world. God will build the Millennial Kingdom on this world. Will our Lord really build the Kingdom of God in this world? This world has become such a desolate place by the destruction of nature that underneath, on top of and above the ground as well as the air have all become desolate. How then could the kingdom of God descend upon this world? Even Christians have many questions about these matters. Hence they imagine, would God not build another planet somewhere and do something with it? However, in today's scripture passage, our Lord clearly said, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our Lord will fulfil all of his word of promise that he will build his kingdom in this world, living along with the righteous as kings for a thousand years and rewarding the righteous for all the hardship they have suffered in this world. You will rule as kings in this world alongside me. He promised us thus and will fulfil it. Is this truly possible? We frequently come to feel this way because we cannot comprehend it with our human intellect. Some scientists say that the age of the earth is about 5 billion years. According to the Bible, from Adam to Noah, from Noah to Abraham and then to the times of Malachi, the history of humans in the Old Testament is some 4,000 years. If we estimate the New Testament times at about 2,000 years, this world is approximately 6,000 years old. People question the validity of the biblical history because its time frame does not coincide with the theory about the 5 billion years old earth. Yet, the Bible is never wrong. God created the universe and everything in it from the first to the sixth day. The concept of a day in this biblical passage does not refer to the common understanding of a day we have now, but rather these days are accounted for in God's concept of time. Hence, the discord between scientific findings about the age of the earth and the biblical account are not strictly in contrast. The Bible is the infallible word of God. Then, we cannot deny the fact that the kingdom of God will descend on this land. Hence, we cannot help but to be curious about how everything is going to take place. I know that the kingdom of God is up above in heaven. What I do not understand is how the kingdom of God is going to be realised in this world. 
It may be absurd from our perspectives, but our Lord is able to do anything. Tens and millions of years ago, dinosaurs and huge animals roamed around on this earth. However, these days we are able to see them only in the forms of fossils. They have not survived to these days. Although the theory of evolution maintains that only the strong survive, only the weak animals and we humans have survived nowadays. Of course, we cannot deny the fact that dinosaurs once existed in this world. The time of dinosaurs passed and a new world dawned upon us. That new world lasted until Noah's flood and it was then covered again by flooding of water. The world that resulted out of the flood is what we have now. God created the universe and everything in it. If such a creator Lord would come to this world once, he would be able to make all things new with his almighty power. In this world which our Lord will make anew, the kingdom of Christ will be realised. The realisation of a kingdom governed by God himself is possible because our Lord is the very creator of this universe and everything in it. The millennial kingdom ruled by God will take place in this world only once for exactly a thousand years. After that, God will judge once more, sending those who deserve to enter into the eternal kingdom of heaven and judging those who deserve such a fate. All of this has been testified to many times, both in the Old and New Testaments. Then, is it possible for the kingdom of God to be realised in this world? Let's look at the word of God from Isaiah chapter 35. If we look at the word from Isaiah chapter 35 verses 1 and 2, it says that the land will go through a transformation. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Our God has actually blotted out the sins of our souls by the water and the spirit and adopted us to be his own children previously. Also, that is exactly what we are experiencing now as well as what we have already seen. Not only that, but our Lord has also promised us the renewal of material reality in this world. He will make his promise a reality in the coming future. The Bible says, The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 1 The glory of Lebanon and the beauty of Sharon will be restored in the fields. This land will know such glory and honour once again. Although the land, the water and the air of this world is all contaminated by radioactive materials, chemical materials and all kinds of waste and filth, all things will be changed anew by the Almighty Lord. If our Almighty Lord comes to this world and says, 
All things become new. All things indeed will become new. Hence, it is said that we will see the glory of the Lord. Even from the Old Testament, we are promised that our Lord will realise the kingdom of God in this world as it is already realised in heaven. When this becomes realised, we will see it with our own eyes. When our Lord has turned this world into the kingdom of God in the way of the millennial kingdom, we will see what our Lord does to this world and to us, the weak people. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 3 to 4 states, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. It is during the millennial kingdom that our Lord will make this world new and build the kingdom of God in this world. Our Lord, who has cleansed us the believers in the gospel of the water and the spirit, will change even our bodies of the flesh into that of a child of God by having us participate in the first resurrection. Thus, he admonishes us with the word, saying, Strengthen the weak hands, and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. To say that our Lord himself will come to this world and restore things means that he will make everything new. Also it is said that he will show his vengeance. That means that our Lord will take revenge against those who have tortured the righteous. In chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, the Antichrist appears and martyrs the righteous. The Antichrist will torture us the righteous until the end to our eventual death. Still, soon our Lord himself will come to this world with his angels and judge the Antichrist and its followers who have tortured us. He will change us who have been born again by the water and the spirit into perfection and lift us up to the air. Then our Lord himself takes revenge on our behalf by judging them. Although some of God's own children will be martyred on the last days, not all of them will be martyred. While some of us martyred, the rest will stay alive until they meet the coming Lord. Whether we are martyred or not, if we are truly wholesome children of God, born again of water and the Spirit, and if we have the Holy Spirit in us, our Lord will change us in order to resurrect us and we will be taken up to heaven. Only those who have received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the Spirit will receive their resurrection and be taken up to heaven. Hence, everyone who has received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit will go into the kingdom of God together. Every righteous person shall come to live with the Lord for a thousand years in the millennial kingdom. However, he does not leave our weak bodies of the flesh we currently possess as they are, 
Our Lord will change our imperfect bodies into perfection so that we may live with him for eternity. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 5 to 6 talks about how the bodies of the believers of the gospel of the water and the spirit will change and in which bodies they will praise God when the kingdom of God is built on this land. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. That's right. The bodies of the flesh of those who were blind, deaf and crippled in this world will be changed into perfection. Those who were limping will run like the deer. The mutes will sing with their tongues. Springs will burst forth in the wilderness and streams will flow in the desert. Nothing in this world could be compared to the beauty of what is yet to come. The millennial kingdom that our God will give us is such a good place. A country coffee shop with a great environment as well as a nice natural scenery is what the millennial kingdom is like. The Niagara Falls which boasts its enormity is no comparison to the millennial kingdom. The Milky Way, which boasts its sparkling lights, is no comparison to the Millennial Kingdom. The Aurora, which can only be seen in the North Pole, is no comparison to the Millennial Kingdom. This Millennial Kingdom is indeed a paradise in and of itself. Even in this world, if we built a coffee shop at the North Pole where auroras appear and share a cup of coffee with our lovers facing each other, there would not be a more beautiful coffee shop in this world. Then, the place where we can enjoy all the beauties of nature without any danger or harm must be a place of ecstasy, full of experiences that are out of this world. Could there be a coffee shop more beautiful than this? A place where water springs are everywhere. A stream flows in the green pastures. Every kind of flowers are in full bloom on the roadsides and all evil disappears and only our loved ones are with us to serve Jesus Christ. The Bible keeps on singing, a highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 8. That is the millennial kingdom. The Millennial Kingdom is a place where we eat and drink all the while we praise God, where we enjoy freedom to its full extent without any want, and where there are only joy and happiness and satisfaction. There is no other place that is more beautiful than the Millennial Kingdom. Our Lord said that he should surely build such a kingdom of God in this world. The Lord's Prayer is stating that those who have received the remission of sin should live piously in the Millennial Kingdom. The phrase, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is stating that the paradise on earth will be given to the born again. 
our Lord has most definitely promised to actually give it to us as such. When I was just born again, I didn't realise actually the fact that the Lord will build his kingdom on this earth. Still, our Lord gave such an inspiration and such a realisation to my heart, which was so much in love with the kingdom of God. When I read the word on its literal face value, I thought that it would be thus because I was told that the kingdom of God would come. Then I came to truly believe in my heart that the kingdom of God will really descend upon me, that Christ delivered us by the water and the blood in order to give everything to us and that that is why Jesus received his baptism and paid the ransom for the price of life. God allowed such a heart inside of me. Because our Lord loved us so very much, he came to this world and sacrificed his life in order to deliver us. There is nothing difficult about our Lord building the kingdom of God in this world to give it to his loved ones when he has already sacrificed himself to the point of offering his own life in order to deliver us. It is impossible for us to make that kingdom descend on this world, but it is no sweat for our Lord. Our Lord does not regret giving such a kingdom to his loved ones. Hence, we are grateful to our Lord. When I am about to share a meal with my loving family or the other righteous people while looking over a beautiful natural scenery, I think to myself whether this is not what the paradise on earth would be like. That our hearts are drawn closer by sharing a couple of jokes, I think to myself that this is a small kingdom of God and the very earthly paradise. And I actually believe this. The kingdom of God will surely be realised in this world because our Lord has promised that he will build the kingdom of Christ on this land and that he will most definitely keep his promise. Hence, I am so very grateful to our Lord and praise him for all his grace. All of nature will change when the kingdom of God is established on this land. The day the kingdom of God is realised in this world, the entirety of nature will change. Just as it is said, the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 7. When the kingdom of God is going to descend on this world, our Lord will also make all things new. At that time, the entirety of nature will change. Dear fellow believers, evil and filthy animals as well as beasts that cause harm to humans in this world won't be found anywhere in the kingdom of God. If this world contained only pure people and no evil people and harmful bacteria and if it was filled with true cleanliness and freedom and perfection then this world will be a miniature heaven. On this earth a lot of our resources are being consumed to stockpile massive weaponries. In the case of our home country South Korea, a big chunk of the national GMP is spent for military expenses. 
If our country could shift all of its military spending from buying weapons to funding the welfare of its citizens, our country would become a small paradise on earth and we wouldn't have to work as hard to live well. However, the reality demands that we spend a great deal of money on a national defence budget. A lot of it goes into replacing conventional and outdated weapons with the newest high-tech weapons. On the other hand, the world is being polluted rapidly along with the competitive economic development. The earth is no longer a place where we love to live. This is why God will change the entirety of nature on the day he comes to this world. He will reconstitute nature because the current state of nature is woeful. When this world is being changed by the power of God, the righteous that believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit will live a differentiated life from the sinners. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 8 to 9 talks about this. A highway shall be there and a road and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go upon it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And this word is also recorded in the book of Revelation. What would constitute living a differentiated life? God will build his kingdom on this world and put a highway in it. In some ways, we may think from our human perspective that it is not a big deal to build a highway. We would be wrong to think that the millennial kingdom is not all that great since highways are nothing new to us as we now have four, eight and twelve wide lanes. The highway in the Millennial Kingdom will be specifically built for the righteous and only the righteous will have permission to use it. Since that highway is holy, those who are unclean won't be able to pass upon it. It will be exclusively for the holy people who have been redeemed. The Lord clearly said, the unclean shall not pass over it. We the righteous who have been born again of water and the spirit live a differentiated life under the special love and care of our Lord. We have many curiosities about the thousand year kingdom that shall be built on top of this world. One of the greatest curiosities we have is whether there is going to be anyone else other than us living in that millennial kingdom. You may be curious whether only the righteous born again by the water and the spirit are going to live in the millennial kingdom or whether there are going to be sinners among us as well. It is because of our curiosities that our Lord is telling us thusly. That is, this word also answers whether we are going to be the only dwellers when God builds his kingdom on this earth. It is written, a highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. The born again are those who will participate in the first resurrection. Unlike the sinners, they have changed into their perfect and holy bodies. 
Thus, through the word that only the righteous are able to pass over the highway, we are able to know that both the born again by the water and the spirit and those who have not been born again are present there together. That is what our Lord has spoken about. I will say more about this a little later through the word from Revelation. There may be some of you who would like to ask, what happens to this world? Then does that mean that there will be people remaining in this world? The proper answer to this question is that we do not know what God will do. Because we have to speak with the word as our foundation, we can neither go to the extremes nor be under its reality. Hence, we always have to speak with our Bibles open. Although I do not know in detail what God would do, one thing I know for sure is that the children of God, born again of water and the Spirit, will live a differentiated life in glory. Thus, when the kingdom of God is built in this world, only the born again by the water and the Spirit, who have been washed clean of all their sins, will live in the protected and blessed area. This is true not only for the millennial kingdom, but also for the eternal kingdom of God. However, the above word is not describing the eternal kingdom, but the millennial kingdom that will be built on this land as the realisation of the kingdom of God. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 11 says, So the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. With everlasting joy on their heads, they shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Those who have been ransomed by Jehovah are believers in the baptism Jesus Christ received and his blood of the cross. Since our Lord has bought us by the water and the blood as such, we have truly been delivered from all our sins completely. Only they will get to live in the kingdom of God. In the place where only the righteous will live, it is going to be filled with overflowing and everlasting joy and happiness. Sorrow and sighing shall completely flee away. God will build the kingdom of God so that the born again can live in it. This is the very word God will fulfil. Our Lord adopted us to be God's own children by blotting out all our sins completely by the water and the blood. And he promised that he would build the millennial kingdom where the children of God will live. That is also the reward for all the hardships we have suffered and will suffer for living as soldiers of Christ in this world. Our Lord promised to give us the millennial kingdom in the Old Testament and gave us the details of this endeavour through the New Testament. The following word is written in the book of Revelation chapter 20 verses 4 to 6. And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years, but the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection.' 
Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. In the last days there will be those who will be martyred by the ways of beheading. There are those who have been martyred for refusing the mark of the Antichrist which has the name of the Antichrist on it and those who have refused idol worships. These people will be revived in the first resurrection and rule as kings alongside Christ for a thousand years joining the great festivity. God gave us the Millennium Kingdom. Those who will rule as kings alongside Christ for a thousand years are the ones who will be revived in the first resurrection. That is, they are those who have received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Only those that have received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit and live their lives as soldiers of Christ will deny the Antichrist, overcoming him by faith and joining in the first resurrection. And only those who have participated in the first resurrection will receive the reward of the millennial kingdom given by God. You and I who have been born again of water and the Spirit will surely partake in the first resurrection. Then who will join in the second resurrection? Whether they believe in Jesus or not, people who have sins in their hearts will participate in the second resurrection. Jesus has surely spoken thus. The born again of the water and the spirit will partake in the first resurrection and rule as kings alongside Christ. On the other hand, people who have lived with sins in their hearts by not believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit will partake in the second resurrection and be thrown into the everlasting fire. Then, let's look at the word to find out whether there are those who have not been born again living in the time of the millennial kingdom. Let's look at the word of God from the book of Revelation chapter 20 verses 7 to 10. Now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. This word is the very answer to the question will there be some people who have not been born again in the millennial kingdom? If we look at this word, clearly there will be those who have not been born again in the millennial kingdom. It is just that those will not be people who are living in the present time. I think that those people would have come into existence during the millennial kingdom. One thing is clear, that the Lord will separate them from us the born again during the millennial kingdom.
As we see in the word above and in the passage, a highway shall be there and a road, the unclean shall not pass over it. It is clear that those who have received the remission of sin by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, and those who have not, shall be disseminated in the millennial kingdom. The disseminated are those that have received the remission of sin, will rule as kings in the millennial kingdom, and those sinners who have not received the remission of sin will serve as the slaves of the righteous. There are definitely people of the world apart from us who have been born again in the millennial kingdom. Hence, it is possible for us to rule as kings. As it is impossible to rule as kings without servants, we are able to rule as kings because there are sinners who would serve as our servants. God will make sure that his will is realised on this land as it is in heaven. God will definitely accomplish his kingdom and give it to us the righteous. Hence, we have to know correctly about this and believe in it. Then, will those who have not been born again truly be judged by fire? The answer to this question is clearly given in the book of Revelations chapter 20 verses 13 to 15. That is, there is the judgment of fire. The sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them and they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. After the millennial kingdom passes by, all those who have not received the remission of sin are raised from the dead at the second resurrection to receive their judgment. They are put into the fire that does not extinguish for eternity. On the other hand, those who believe in the truth and hold correct faith will enter the eternal kingdom of God. God will first build his kingdom on this land for a thousand years and they will rule as kings along with the other righteous people as well as Christ. That is, our Lord will live with us for a thousand years in the paradise on earth. Then, did God allow a new heaven and a new earth to the believers in the gospel of the water and the spirit? If we look at the book of Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 to 4, God has definitely permitted this. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Who will enter the millennial kingdom and the eternal kingdom of God? 
the new heaven and the new earth as well as life in the eternal kingdom have been allowed to the believers in Christ who have been born again of water and the spirit. In the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 27 it is written that only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life will enter the millennial kingdom and the kingdom of heaven. Then whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life? These are the people who have been born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Why? The gospel of the water and the spirit had already been realised through God in the Trinity and our salvation came by Jesus as the will of God had already been realised in heaven. As such, the names of those who have actually received the remission of sin are recorded in the book of life and they are allowed to enter the kingdom of God. Hence, those whose names have been written in the book of life are the born again. Only the names of those who have been born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit are written in God's book of life. Yet, the names of the evildoers are written in the book of deeds or the book of judgments. They insist that God has unconditionally blotted out all their sins because of his love and deny Jesus who has blotted out all our sins by the water, the blood and the Holy Spirit. These people deny the works Jesus has carried out. The names of these people can never be written in the book of life. Those who oppose God and worship on their own terms by placing golden calves inside the shrines and calling the name of Jehovah, those who do not gratefully accept blessings, their salvation, God's love and grace by faith, but instead commit evil deeds in order to fulfil the greed of their own flesh, and those who oppose God, reject God's love and stand against and hinder the church of God, they are neither holy nor are they the children of God. Their names will be written in the book of deeds. I am telling you this because I felt that it would be appropriate to end with these words today. Our Lord has delivered us and receives his glory through us who have received salvation. Also, not only did our Lord deliver our hearts and souls, but he will also clothe us with new bodies in the flesh. Thus, we will actually be resurrected in our new bodies to live in this world which God has made anew. Not only will we stay alive, but also we will live as kings with Christ in the kingdom that Christ has built. The kingdom of Christ will be built on this world where we will live in glory and splendour. In this present time which precedes that new world, if we the righteous who have been born again of water and the Spirit live by faith as soldiers of Christ and live for the salvation of the lost souls, our Lord will call us once he has finished building his kingdom on this world. He will gather his own people who are born again of water and the Spirit and allow them to rule as kings during the millennial kingdom. He will open the heaven coffee shop in this world and let us be glad for eternity in it. I am happy that God has given these blessings to no other than us. Our Lord did not just deliver us. He has actually delivered us and given us rewards that are proper to our new status. 
In another word, we should not be satisfied by the mere fact that we have received our salvation and no longer are headed toward hell. To those who have actually been saved from sin, there are many more prizes and rewards that await them. There are so many people in this world that try to entice us with their trickery, many evil tricks and preposterous doctrines. In such context, however, there are people who give glory to God by their faith of purely accepting and believing in the word of God. God gives them not only salvation, but also material rewards from then on. God will give us abundant blessings. We believe in this. Just as the brother from Daegu said during his testimonies, this Bible camp has been pleasant both in body and spirit. The food was great. My mood was uplifted by the observation of nature's green scenery. I was glad to meet as many brothers and sisters as well as my co-workers in God. It was really touching to hear the testimonies of salvation of the new brothers and sisters who have passed through the gospel class and received the remission of sin. In one word, we had a great time. Dear fellow believers, would you not agree? Of course you do. We were truly happy. I watched many fancy dance moves and learned a few of them. Although I can't say that I have recovered my old dance form, I was happy nonetheless. And I will be happy forever. I am happy for eternity because of Christ. We will live in the beautiful coffee shop of God for eternity in happiness. It does not end with the fact that we have received the remission of sin, but if we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the reward of the eternal kingdom of heaven awaits us. Great blessings that are guaranteed to us await us. Since our Lord is trustworthy, he keeps every promise he has made. He will definitely deliver on his promises for all the blessings, grace, glory, honour and abundant happiness to those who accept his love and his truth of salvation. That is, he will cover us with such love for the single reason that we have accepted the love God has given us. How great our God is! The worldly Christians sing just by lips, God is so good, God is so good, God is so good, he's so good to me. They praise only with their lips without truly knowing how holy and good that God really is, how kind-hearted God is and how gentle God is as the shepherd. Still, God has allowed us who have received the remission of sin by our faith in the gospel to experience what a good Lord he is by giving us, his created people, the gospel of the water and the spirit. I do not look at this world only from a pessimistic point of view. If we listen to the news, it is filled with dark and terrifying stories that the world appears to be a gloomy place. However, our Lord has given us the hope for eternal happiness, the millennial kingdom, as well as the eternal kingdom, that is, heaven. By our faith, we can no longer just look at the world as a gloomy place. Even in this world, there are beautiful places in nature, as well as fashionable locations. These places are previews to the eternal kingdom of heaven. 
That is, it is a preview to that kingdom God will give to you and me. Our Lord has prepared that kingdom, which he will give to not anyone else, but to us the servants of God, the soldiers of Christ and the people of God. Do not worry in your hearts. I will prepare a place I will give to you and then return to you. Our Lord promised us thusly. Our Lord will build the kingdom of Christ on this world. Once we finish this spiritual war of saving lost souls, our Lord will come to this world and build the kingdom of God. He will allow us to live happily in the coffee shop of the earthly paradise for a thousand years. We will party with our loved ones in the wide open fields of green pasture and flowery scents. At a soccer field which causes no injury, our pastor's wives, brothers and sisters will all play soccer together. My short legs will grow long and I will become able to play soccer like Beckham. Also, crystal clear rivers of water of life will flow. In it, golden fish will chat as they swim, and we will catch them in abundance by throwing a casting net. I would like to see all of you there by the crystal river that simultaneously flows leisurely and more powerfully than the Mississippi River. Dear fellow believers, have you ever seen the fantastic beauty of this world? you can hope for an even more beautiful kingdom which our Lord will give us. Although we have not been to the kingdom of God to experience its beauty and perfection, we can have that place through our hopes by believing in the word of God. We will live in the millennial kingdom in the coming days. We will live in that place once we have finished the spiritual war in this world as soldiers of Christ. Once we have built the kingdom of God in each country, God will decide that there is no more hope in this world, that there is no one left who will receive the remission of sin, and that everyone who has not received the remission of sin deserves their due judgments. Once so decided, our Lord will come. We give thanks to our Lord for building the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Christ in this world. Dear fellow believers, are you grateful? Yes, you are. Dear fellow believers, do you believe in this? I am sure you do. This week, the pastor's wives really did a lot of work for us. I urge some sisters who are good in finger pressure massage to go to them and give them a neck rub. Since no one has responded to this, I guess that we don't have anyone talented in finger pressure massage. Our muscles tighten up when we are so tired. If you receive finger pressure massage, those muscles are loosened quite a bit. Some time ago, I received a finger pressure massage from a refugee from a co-worker named North Korean Boy. After receiving his massage, tightness of my muscles has loosened quite a bit. Pastor Chung says that I have become much healthier. The truth is that I am very healthy. Although my belly looks like that of a pregnant woman, I have lost some meat on my belly recently. I enjoy my food and have no problem digesting it. The season has turned and now we are in autumn. Mountain winds blow and dry the sweat from our faces to make us forget about the heat of summer. 
a week of brothers and sisters and servants of God worshipping together in one place, having fellowship in the gospel of the water and the spirit, buying delicious snacks from the convenience store, stealing other people's snacks without them knowing, enjoying a bad habit of poking fun at others and enjoying the awesome natural scenery as well as breathing in the cool air has already passed. It is so truly beautiful that I cannot help but give thanks to Christ. Once I have lived out my life as a soldier of Christ and finished my work, I will go before God with gladness. Our Lord might come back to this world before then. Our Lord will come to renew this land and to build the millennial kingdom so that he can live with us. Hence, we should not be so eager to go before God yet. If anyone dies before our Lord comes, he is a traitor. How hard is it for each of us, since all of us have our roles in serving the gospel? As every part of a well-oiled machine works in synchronisation, not even one of us dare be slacking if the gospel is to be spread throughout the world. A single hole will destroy our entire works. If you die before others instead of helping others and uniting with others when they are tired from doing their best in their parts, those who remain behind will have that much more work to do. Hence, is he not a traitor for causing significant interference to the spread of the gospel? Let us not forget that we should go into the kingdom of God by watching that kingdom expand to the end. I hope that we can remain together till the end. Before we go to the Lord, let us remember what great blessings we have received from God and give glory to God with everything we have. Until the day our Lord calls one of us or one of us has to go before God, I hope that we can remain together for as long as we can, receiving the blessings from God and thanking God, sharing this gospel as soldiers of Christ and making it possible for other people to receive the same happiness and blessings as we have received. In the last days, if the Antichrist appears before us and tries to kill us, the Holy Spirit will urge us to say, Do not waste any more time and kill me. I can no longer bear to face your filthy countenance. Kill me at once. Would not the Antichrist kill us in a single swing of the sword? Have a great life while you can. In a short while all your glory will end and everlasting fear and judgment will surround you. Meet your fate with your eyes wide open. You have never feared those with words of vengeance. This time around you will feel the chill down to your bones and be afraid of my words of vengeance. We will wait and see. Before long our Lord will come. He will chomp you down and throw you into the everlasting imprisonment, into the abyss of fire. We will boldly accept martyrdom, saying our words of faith to the Antichrist as such. If we wait just for a little while, our Lord will come. Our Lord will come to us before long. He will build the kingdom of Christ by changing this ruined world and making everything new. At that time we would be separated from those sinners who dwell on the land by invisible lines and walls and live a differentiated life. 
Life then would be great beyond our imagination. I know and believe that God will give us blessings and happiness which we have never experienced before and thank God for it. I admonish those of you who have received the remission of sin at this time. Receiving the remission of sin is not the end of it. Since the church is the kingdom of God now in this world, you should have fellowship with the other brothers and sisters inside the church, serve the gospel and should be led well by the leaders of the church. The leaders of the church are your fathers. Do you believe that they are your spiritual fathers? Or do you say, How could these young persons be my fathers? I am old enough to be their father. How can they be my fathers then? You should not judge by your standards of the flesh, but you need spiritual eyes to discern the spiritual maturity of your leaders. Whether they are young or old, the servants of God are your fathers. It is the servants of God whom you should trust, follow and be led by. Do you comprehend? I thank you who have worked with me for the kingdom of God and I give thanks to God for allowing us to serve the gospel together. I have to once again give thanks to God because I am overjoyed by the fact that I am with all the saints in our church. I give thanks to our Lord and believe that we will live by our faith until the day our Lord comes back and that we will continue to live in the millennial kingdom which our Lord will give us. I praise our Lord forever for delivering us from all our sins and adopting us as the children of God. Hallelujah.